Welcome to the Black Music Scholar Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Phillip Johnson. Thank you for coming back once again. Let's get this thing started. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to be here. This ninth day of May. Jesus, it's the ninth day of June. The 2022nd year of our Lord. So good to be here with y'all today. I hope you're doing well. I hope you are uh, up and at it. I thought I'd just, yeah. As I try to get this podcast together, you know, what's the best format? Well, I said, well, let me just start talking about some things in my world. What do you say? Talk about some things in my world. And how to format this. So I'm going to start out with some shout outs, some rants. Okay, so shout out. These shout outs, not in any order of importance. But just as I thought of, put a list together. Let's share, this shout out a few things. I want to shout out uh, to Miss Blue Jay, who hit me up after discovering the podcast. Was a former student of mine. Who said she's in music now. So shout out Miss Blue Jay. Hit me up with some of your stuff. Maybe I'll have you on the podcast. Do a little interview. I know. I know. Shout out to my nephew. Mr. Richardson. Who is. Who just got a job as an announcer in NASCAR. My nephew Christopher. Who is. That's my son's name as well. Uh, Christopher is his dad. That's my eldest sister's child. And uh, he went uh, with him to North Carolina to get set up in his new job as an analyst and announcer for NASCAR. I'm like, NASCAR? Okay. Okay. Diversified, diversified. I know he's very bright. Very bright young man. And uh, so that's great. Shout out, Brother Richardson. Shout out to my pro today, Dr. Boykin, who's had a successful year at Georgia Tech as a professor in choral music. I always like to, I said I was going to say something today because I'm so proud. I remember Dr. Boykin as a, as a potential student of Spelman College, and she came in with her folks, and she had on her Miami sweatshirt because I I think that's where she was that's where she wanted to go to school but I could tell that the folks wanted her to be at Spelman College and so she came in with an attitude uh, that at that time I remember being very amused by at any rate I see her play for me and so she played young young high school graduate played for me and I was amazed. I was like, oh, you can play. So play this one. I kept pulling out different songs. She's playing through them. I was like, okay. You will come to Spelman. So she did. She came in as my accompanist as a freshman and played all four years. And uh, so I'm just so proud of her as she is uh, a very popular professor now. We refer to her as Dr. B.E. Boykin. Composer, teacher, scholar, and just a 
all around nice person. So shout out, B.E. Shout out to Raj. Oh my God. Brother Raj. He shared on social media that he was just appointed to associate professor in Colorado. So Raj, congratulations. Shout out to you, my brother. Shout out to several students of mine, past students of mine who have gone on and gotten successful jobs and moving on in their careers. So shout out to you, Brooke. Shout out to you and your teaching in Boston. Teach those Bostonians how to act. Several other people. I just made, you know, I should have probably not even started naming names because, you know, if you know me, if you're one of my past students, you know I'm terrible with names. So all of my past students who are out there doing their thing, congrats. You know, this is more of a rat, a rat not a shout out necessarily. Um, well, no, this is a shout out. Shout out to the Boston Celtics. Shout out to y'all. Y'all did your thing last night. Uh, you spanked them. You spanked those Golden State Warriors. And I don't know. I'm, I'm a Lakers guy, you know, so that means I'm not a Celtics guy. Although, for some reason, Celtics are my team right now. I'm fickle like that. But let's just be real. Whatever team LeBron is on, that's my team. Shout out to Boston. And, you know, I'm watching the game and, and I'm hearing the thunder outside. And all of a sudden I can't see the plays because the, uh, ABC has got the storm alerts plastered on the screen. They think in a little corner. But no, mm -mm. the storm alerts are blocking the game. So come on, guys. Let's not let's not block the game with storm alerts. And also, stop it with the loud Amber Alert stuff. I don't know, like, where it's happening, often nowhere near me, and it's this loud and annoying sound that you can't seem to stop on your cell phone. Stop it with those annoying Amber Alerts. Who, who's thought that up? That's more of a rant. Shout out to my colleague across the street, Brother David Morrow on your performance in Carnegie Hall. Shout out to you, my brother. No better uh, conductor on earth and certainly no one more deserving than you. Shout out. Another shout out to uh, Sonny Boy Kev. He's going to be, I'll have him on the uh, podcast pretty soon. He's a funny dude. He's almost funny as me. Shout out to Sonny Boy Kev. My son, Kevin. Thomas Johnson. He's got his grandfather's middle name. He's got an interesting uh, he puts out these interesting little clips, musical clips of him singing on Instagram. You should check it out. I'm not sure what he's going by. You know, he's, he is from LA so undoubtedly he must have some kind of Hollywood social media name. Shout out to brother Chris Rock. I'm just saying shout out to you Chris. Uh, shout out to, 
to Brother Elon Musk. Handling your business. Handling your businesses. And uh, I don't know. We'll see if you get Twitter. You probably won't want it if you figure out that half of those tweets are bots. But maybe that's the point. Maybe you should get it and clean all that mess up. For the Twitter universe seems to be how we're communicating these days. We need it, I believe. I believe we need it. So shout out to Elon. And uh, bring down the prices of, the, of, this, of those Tesla vehicles. Good God. We hate for your genius to only be accessible by the rich. Come on. Let's not get crazy with the prices. Also, your Starlink. I tried it. I got the dish. And uh, you decided that inflation was going to infect. Uh, infect. I like that. As well as affect the $99 a month rate. And so now it would be $105. I proceeded to pack it up and send it back. Elon, watch your prices, buddy. Another shout out. Yes. Shout out to uh, Joe Biden. Shout out, bro, on canceling those loans. This is Dr. Johnson talking. You know I got a few loans, and so shout out to you for stalling, putting them in stall mode. And I need you to use your right judgment as we move into August. Um, and don't turn them back on yet. Let's keep, let's keep thinking about it. As a matter of fact, cancel them things. All right. It's sort of, that's sort of reparations, ain't it, y'all? I don't know. Different varying opinions. But shout out to Brother Biden. Keep the loans on pause. Shout out to the black entrepreneurs. Shout out to y'all. Because I know... You weren't given a nest egg to uh, get your businesses started, so you started from the ground up, and you're making it happen. So, and you're bright. And as I was speaking to a young black Morehouse graduate who came by to give me an estimate on repairing my under deck storage because I was having some water issues, water getting in. We started talking about his business, and he is an entrepreneur. And, you know, we talked about, because I told him when I was 18, little May told me, you know, 18, I don't know what you can really do with your life, but it will not be here. Shout out to Willow May Johnson for raising 11 children, none of us murderers. So good job, Willow May. She said, I don't know what you're going to do, but it's not going to be here. So I get it. I was a janitor. I was a carpenter. I was a painter. I worked for AT&T long enough to know. I don't, I don't work for AT&T. I got to quit this, so. Uh, yeah, shout out to the entrepreneurs. We're doing our thing. Shout out to my wife on starting her podcast. So I'm not going to announce what it is. You know, I'm going to let her in her own time. But she's a fabulous speaker. So shout out, honey, for your podcast. Shout out to my chair, my new chair in the Department of Music. She's handling her business, and I'm so very proud to publicly say that I am happy that you're a chair of the Department of Music. 
because you're very responsible and you get it done. So shout out to Rachel. Shout out. Yeah, actually, I'll just use this opportunity to shout out everybody. Shout out to you, all listeners, to hang in in there. It's a challenging time, and, you know, everybody got an opinion. So shout out to you for hanging in there, keeping your life together, figuring out what's next. On another note, when you wake up, just like you just heard that phone go off, do you wake up with a to-do list in your mind? I noticed today when I woke up, my mind was just going to town. The things I needed to get done, things I was thinking about, things I ought to be thinking about, this podcast, what you gonna do, boom, 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 boom. I think we all need to think about that and not just, you know, treat it as this normal. And, you know, I'm not a big meditator. I don't meditate. You know, a lot of people say meditation is good to steal your mind. I just, you know, I'm almost like now, I don't even bother with it. I just let it do its thing. Just mind, mind, just keep going. I've noticed that if I just let it go, it kind of just goes away. I'm just saying. Um, I'm going to jump back into the shout out. Shout out to Apple on your iOS 16 and your M2 chip. Y'all just keep getting better and better. You Android people out there, you know, check it out. Check it out. I've been using Google Drive and OneDrive and all that, but I think I'm just going to stick with Apple's product um, because I can just get it on any device anywhere. So shout out to iCloud. Shout out to you, Apple. Apparently, you're trying to put Google out of business with your your new features coming in on the search process and the new maps. I am a tech guy and an Apple guy, so shout out to Apple. Keep it up. And I like the way you are concerned with my security of my data. And that new commercial where that young lady turns off the... uh, the feature on the phone so people can't track her and the people start blowing up. I love that. Very creative. On a more serious note, but not really, but maybe so. I've been noticing, asking the question, is this a young man's game now? Notice all my nephews and nieces getting positions and New young conductors, people getting positions everywhere in their 30s. And so this is a young man's game. Has it always been a young man's game? Is that what happens when you get in your 50s and your 60s? You look back and go, oh, damn, it's a young man's game, isn't it? I don't know if I'm on the other side of the new, new or not. I think I'm not. I want you to check out some of my stuff. You tell me if I'm on the other side of the new new. Is it somebody else's time to take over or not? Check this out. Check this out. 
That is Go Where I Send Thee. That's uh, Sister Yanni Davis spitting that rap. That piece is available at Carl Fisher Music. I published that with Carl Fisher. Um, and uh, you can pick that up if you have a choir and you're trying to do that. Pick that up at carlfisher.com or jwpepper.com. It is on the editor's choice list. Um, it has become... Uh, one of those crossover pieces, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so, you know, uh, whether I'm on the part of that new, new game, that up and coming, uh, uh, whatever, um, I think for myself, social media um, is good and it's bad. You know, it kind of sometimes it kind of is annoying for me because a lot of people, you know, um, use it for self-promotion and, uh, and all that. And I've never really been about self-promoting myself. You know, I never was really into that. But uh, uh, the other side of that is a lot of people use it as, you know, as the hate game. Whenever you see somebody coming up, you want to be a hater. So I just really don't want to be on either side of that game. I don't, you know, I don't want to be one of those crabs in a barrel. You see somebody coming up, you're yanking them down or, you know, a mind, I don't know, I was thinking earlier, why is that mind so um, in, inclined to be negative? Why can't we have a mind that's inclined to be positive? Why is it, you know, we got to fight to be right. <laughs> we got to fight to be Jesus, you know. That's probably why we need Jesus, because we are just, you know, this is this is the devil's world. And uh, uh, so we're more inclined to hate in our humanity, but thank God for our spirituality that we can continue to not judge so that we aren't judged, huh? to be the light of the world as opposed to an agent of darkness. I don't got a, I don't, I didn't intend, that's not my plan for this podcast, start preaching to y'all. At any rate, I do believe that, you know, we could all be better at, uh, at encouraging young people and it's you know if you're older and you you know you out there doing your thing be an inspiration to the young people bring one up behind you 
I love it because they say, you know, you ain't never seen, and this is Denzel. Denzel said, you ain't never seen a U-Haul truck following a hearse. You can't take it with you, baby, but while you're here, uh, while you're here, old, young, whatever, uh, let us all be very interesting, interested in uplifting one another. As long as we have breath in our bodies, let's uplift one another. And uh, I don't think it's, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and ground. I'm sorry, that's not what, I don't see nothing wrong with uplifting each other. And so now I'm gonna play this little piece that I did with the Glee Club this past semester in celebration of our youth and our blackness. That's the term we used to use in the 70s. That's where it's at. Yeah, that's what I ought to be about. Y'all need to watch Summer of Soul, uh, Quest Love, uh, Emmy, what did he win? He, win the, he won that award for it. Check out what Nina Simone was saying at that concert. Are you ready to give yourself your love, your soul, your heart to create life? Are you ready to create out of nothing? Are you ready, black people? Are you ready? Are you ready? 
black man, black youth, black woman, black everybody. Are you really, really, really ready? Yeah, you gotta ask yourself, what am I doing? Old, young, or whatever. When we see success online or other word, other places, let's not be so ready to criticize, right? I'm just speaking from personal experience. I really have to focus on uplifting others. I don't know if it's, you like that too, or some people probably more naturally inclined to, to do so. But certainly a lot of that comes from, uh, you know, we all of us might lack our own self-esteem. So when we see success of others, we want to couch it in, uh, you know, competition, or as, as we used to say, crabs in a barrel, you know, we can't see another black person succeed. Um, you know, always got something negative to say. So we're overcoming that. We're overcoming that to be our best selves. To ask ourselves if we're ready to show to the world what we're about and be less busy comment, commenting on others who have made a choice to do so. Mm, okay. Because, you know, and I just, I'm looking at this is the basketball championships right now, and um, I'm into basketball. Although LeBron is not playing, you know, uh, I've, I thought probably early on I wouldn't even watch the championships, but you know, I'm liking the team play of Boston. I'm liking the young brothers as they, you know, come into their own. Um, but I'm also seeing, because uh, I'm a big YouTuber, I like that. I like to be in control of what I'm watching. Um, I remember back in the day, <laughs> you know, you weren't so much in control of what you were watching. So I remember like watching Gunsmoke and Gilligan's Island. So you ended up watching those shows that were on the mainstream media channels. You know, I remember when you had to dial, when you had to, you know, click, 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 click to get your channels, turn the dial. And I remember when TV would go off and it be, you know, you knew TV was off. Um, I also noticed that even now with a Netflix or with anybody with, uh, you know, we have more choice on what we watch. A lot of what this offering is negative. A lot of that stuff, you know, is killing and backbiting all these reality TV shows and, and he mistreated me and da, da, da. You know, I'm like, I can't, I don't even know maybe what it is, but I have a hard time watching it. I'm not a goody-goody, as we used to say back in the day, but with everything got, got to be about deceit and murder and killing. You know, all the news, I'm about tired of these little news notifications. Somebody killed another mass shooting. You know, you are what you focus on. And uh, so, I, you know, I'm going to put that out there in my podcast. And, you know, 
put it out there for us all to think about. What is it that we're watching? You know, the sportscasters, they already have determined who was going to win. They had their opinion before the game. Then they got their opinion after the game. And a lot of times they were wrong. Or if they were right, then they celebrate the fact that they were right. You know, Kevin Wilds in game three, he uh, had already uh, announced that, that the Celtics would win by 15 because that's what the numbers were showing. And guess what? Celtics won by 16. So, good job, Kevin Wilds. <laughs> At any rate, you know, um, we're getting ready. We, we always are commenting. We got something to say about everything, you know. Um, before it happens, after it happens, you know. I want to be about making it happen. You know, I want to be about making it happen. I don't want to be one of these people off on the side, always got something to say, but you, you know, if you grew up, grew up where I grew up, you know, I grew up in South Central LA, sometimes our life becomes a commentary. And a lot of times we spend a lot, a lot of energy with our opinion about what's happening. I just want to say, I, I beseech you then, brethren, <laughs> to, to get busy making it happen, you know. And yes, the haters gonna come after you, but that being said, be the change you wanna see. So don't be one of those haters, be one of those creators. Ooh, I got my rhyming on. Don't be a hater, be a creator. Uh, But just be ready when you put your stuff out there, somebody gonna hate it. They gonna hate on it, but that's just the nature. And I say sow love and reap a harvest. It's just like, uh, you know, Draymond Green had a bad game. And uh, Draymond need to stop all that foolishness. Putting his feet on people's head. He got his crotch all up on somebody's head. They pushing him like, get off me, man. What you doing, you know? But uh, Draymond Green, last night after the game, he's on the podcast talking about it, you know. He's talking about what happened. And da, da, da. It was three, three hours after the game, man. This analysis happens quickly. You know, this criticism happens quickly. Sometimes we end up thinking about the wrong thing, you know, this instant analysis. It's sort of like I always thought people spend a lot of time taking pictures while they're on vacation. So to me, like vacation becomes, you know, uh, a social media event. You came vacation because you worried about taking pictures of the vacation. So then now vacation becomes taking pictures. I don't know what the answer to all that is, um, but certainly we gotta we gotta get back to uh, living. We gotta get back to being in the moment and living and noticing things that sometimes perhaps in this technological age we fail to realize we don't even see the trees anymore we're busy taking pictures of the forest so that was my soapbox Um, so you know i'm doing the podcast now and i know i'm gonna have haters and that's just i had to decide that i was gonna do that there's going to be some haters and there's going to be some likers, you know. But the main thing is, why am I doing it? I'm doing it because I feel like I have something off to offer to people, maybe driving home 
who are listening, you know, they like to listen to podcasts. And so I want to create something of value for people. And yes, that exposes me to the voices of many. Even though, you know, in my public profession as a choir director, professor, musician, I'm somewhat exposed to the haters of the world. But you know what? I'm also exposing the gifts that God has given me to people who need it. And so, you know, that's the trade-off. I don't, uh, I don't operate in the fear. And I, I'll just sort of compare it to my little child who is in taking swimming lessons this summer. And part of the swimming lesson is the first, actually, the first, the, the, <laughs> the first thing you got to do is jump in the water. You got to hit the bottom and then come up. You know, that, that they send a little sheet home and that's like step one is to jump in the water and then hit the bottom and come up. He doesn't want to get his face wet. So we're in the third day of Christopher jumping in the water. He won't jump in the water. He sits down on the side and then he puts his feet in and they help him in the water. So he's afraid to jump in the water. And I get it. And I tried to express to him this. I said, son, he said, dad, I can't jump in the water. I said, son, no. And he said, he's watching some show that lies Lies are when somebody's lying in this cartoon that he's watching. He said, I, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing cap. So cap means lying. So I try to relate to his love. I said, well, son, no, I'm hearing cap. He's like, what? I'm not lying. I said, no, I'm hearing cap because you're telling me you can't jump in. I said, that's cap. The reality and the truth is that you won't jump in. There's a difference between what I can't do and what I won't do. I'll give you an example. I cannot, I can't fly a plane. It's different than I won't fly a plane. Because I have not, not the ability to fly a plane. So I can't fly a plane. Unless, of course, I go learn how to fly a plane. But I can't fly a plane right now. That's, that's, and that's why I won't fly. That's why I won't fly a plane. So son, understand that you made the decision that you won't jump in. It's not that you can't. And I told him, well, today, let's see if we can overcome whatever, if you're a little afraid and jump in so that you can show yourself that you can jump in. I said, and guess what? You can jump in while you're being a little scared. Nothing wrong with a little fear. You can be a little afraid and jump in. On another note, Juneteenth is coming up. I was asked to be the uh, guest speaker on a Juneteenth program. And uh, I'm trying to still figure out what I'm going to do. People have been texting me, hey, Doc, what should I do for Juneteenth at church? We're having a program. And I said, I don't know. Just do something, something uh, black. And they're like, well, I, 
I'll just probably just do lift every voice and sing and, and just call it done. So well, okay. Do lift every voice and sing, call it done. I think last Juneteenth, I talked a little bit about music. I talked about the commodification of African-American music, how people make money, have made money since the slavery days and the abolitionists came and wrote the 100 slave songs of America where they sat with the newly freed slaves and wrote down those songs that we call the Negro spirituals. That book is still published today. I think you can find it on Amazon. And I, you already know that not one slave received a dime of royalties off of that. And if you go through the genres, uh, you, you could still see it happening. Uh, so I think that's what I talked about in terms of uh, what it means to be free. So on this Juneteenth, let's celebrate um, our freedom. Let's celebrate our blackness. Let's ce celebrate the creativity of black folks across generations. And we don't, we don't do what we do just so that we can commodify it. We don't do all this stuff that we do just to sell it. You know, entrepreneurship is one thing. But the creative spirit is another. And I believe that the Lord God has made us creative so that we could channel to the world who very much needs it. We could channel to the world those creations um, to make the world a better place. So we celebrate Juneteenth, the creativity of black Americans um, from the very beginning even till now. I would like to lift up African-American Catholic worship and musicians um, on this Juneteenth idea. And uh, I remember as a child being Catholic because I grew up Catholic. And, uh, um, you know, we were a Catholic family, although Willie T never went to church. My mother would always, you know, she'd go to church or whatever. But we went to Catholic school and Catholic mass. And so I grew up with this. Gonna sing my Lord for all that I'm worth. Gonna sing my Lord for all that I'm worth, Lord, Lord. Gonna sing my Lord for all that I'm worth. Gonna sing my Lord, 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 till I see. And even day by day, day by day. So I learned guitar was my first instrument, and I learned that in Catholic school, as a matter of fact. And I lived in LA, and I went to Transfiguration Elementary School. And I played, I told y'all a little earlier that I got my start. in Catholic worship on guitar, but around the late 70s, once I learned, taught myself how to play piano, and, uh, you know, um, gospel music entered to the lexicon of African-American worship, 
with Vatican II and the worshiping in our native genius, that folk idiom that once um, sort of was identified the, if you will, uh, the modern American Catholic Church. You know, there was still the church that um, was still singing, you know, chants and all that. But if you were modern in those days, you were singing, you had your guitars out and you were doing that thing. But around the late 70s, and we picked up gospel music. Um, the black Catholic style of worship indeed changed. And I was there because I remember that we kind of tried for a while to keep the guitars, um, pieces like Day by Day, I mean, pieces like Oh Happy Day. Uh, but just at some point, the guitar kind of played out in the African-American um, genre of gospel music. And so in Catholic church as well. But it was at this time that I was introduced to it that really set up the uh, life of faith that I've been able to appreciate and live in my whole life. And I attribute that to people like Roderick Bell and Leon Roberts and Kenneth Lewis, who recently passed, who's here in Atlanta, um, to people like uh, Grayson Brown even though he was more, he was kind of a guitar type in those days as well. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I wasn't there for the early days, Clarence Rivers days in the 60s, where he was truly the pioneer to begin sort of offering a singing style to the Catholic Church that was African-American. But certainly by the late 70s, early 80s, uh, we were, we were full-blown, singing gospel and truly transformed and at least in my young mind the manner in which I could express myself uh, in the in the mass now the mass is has a, a wonderful design you know it's just a beautifully sacredly designed um, the pace and the construction of mass itself um, so when you put uh, this this gospel music inside of uh, the mass that's already beautifully designed. You end up with a worship experience that's life-changing. So, um, you know, that's uh, on this, when June, you know, Juneteenth coming around, I, I just said I was going to hold up uh, people like Leon Roberts and, and the like who uh, were trendsetters, who were the leaders of African-American worship in the Catholic Church. And because of them, Sister Thea Bowman was part of that too. And because of them, people like Thea Bowman and Leon Roberts and the like, you end up with a Kevin Johnson, uh, who's been Catholic, who's been a Catholic musician his whole life. So, and in that, in that realm, they let me know that to be young, gifted, and black was where it's at. And so now we have an opportunity at social media and the like. I said and the like a lot. That's my Benjamin Britton. Those that know that piece, take a lot. If you don't know that piece, let it go. Um, 
it's our opportunity to reach out to the young folks in church on social media and whatever and let them know that their creative uh, their creativity, their entrepreneurship, their love, just their whole being is where it's at. Let us not be so quick to hate and to judge, but be more prone to uplift, to encourage. You know, all the people teaching at these historically black colleges, teaching anywhere you find a young black person, let us be on the side of positivity. Let us not defer to our human nature, which is by and large tends to be negative. Um, you know, my, my mama always said, you Negroes ain't gonna amount to nothing, you know? And I think that was her way of encouraging us to amount to something. However, I don't, <laughs> I don't suggest that approach anymore. I think, you know, whenever we have a chance to uplift, let's do so. I'm going to leave us today on this forward-looking composition of mine for Catholic worship entitled Glory to God, which is uh, part of the ordinary of the Mass. Um, I know it's a little forward-looking, um, but, you know, check it out. And uh, on the next podcast, perhaps, I'll refer to your comments, see what you felt about it.
Thank you for coming to the Black Music Scholar Podcast with your host, Dr. Kevin Philip Johnson. Until next time, keep the faith.